cliffcentral.com. Okay, I'm just stopping that now. This is the worst song our producer has ever chosen, ever, and she knows it too. She knows it. It is, it is the worst, worst song ever. My word. Welcome to the show. My name is Andrew Levy. It is Frankly Speaking, and we are rocking and rolling here. It is unfortunately just me. Rorisang is still living his best life in Switzerland, France, Germany, Spain. Every European colonizer he is going to visit. I think he's doing the colony tour. Very interesting to hear what his feedback is on that. We'll be back again next week. And hey, we're continuing a little bit of a vibe here. Um, Last week we spoke about the environment and we got some environmentalists in who were pretty radical people um, doing some really amazing things to try and save our planet. And at the end of the show, I asked uh, both of them, are they vegans or vegetarians? And both of them kind of had this awkward, weird silence. <laughs> both of them were like, uh, uh, um, uh, like they had been asked a really, really, really difficult question. And the answer to it was no. And so then Andrew did his typical social justice warrior thing, which was judge them for not doing more. And really recognized that in myself. And I felt I was, you know, I was happy with myself for recognizing that I'm, it wasn't to judge them for what they hadn't done, but for what they had. So it was really rad and uh, appreciate the work they're doing. If you haven't heard their podcast, really cool stuff going on there. So check it out. Uh, go to cliffcentral.com forward slash frankly speaking and check out uh, the work they're doing. They give some tips on how to be more environmentally friendly, some really easy things as well. Um, but today I thought let's chat about this vegetarianism thing. Let's chat about being a non-meat eater and I want to try and bring the conversation down into this idea of not it being aggressive. I have a feeling that our first guest is going to speak about all the facts and figures. And then I've got two incredible women sitting across me, um, Babalo and Tegan. And uh, we're going to have a conversation about being vegan, being vegetarian. Um, I think Tegan was a vegan and now is more of a vegetarian. So it's going to be interesting to hear her perspective on things and really just understand what it means to be a non-meat eater, how one can do it, um, and is it worthwhile doing? I think that's the main thing. Is it worthwhile doing? So frankly speaking, does meat eating actually matter? Uh, does it make a difference if you don't eat meat? And uh, we want to take this conversation in any direction um, and I think have a dialogue around it. So I've got some really cool people to speak to about it. And uh, if you have any thoughts and opinions or questions about it, please hook us up on cliffcentral.com. You can uh, WeChat us or you can uh, tweet us at yebo underscore levy and uh, we'll take some questions some thoughts if you've had an experience where you were a vegetarian or a vegan and it just didn't work out for you let us know why i'd be very interested to hear our guests would be very interested to to talk to you about it um and uh yeah that's basically it so let the conversation begin babalo and tegan good morning to you you guys look very nervous what's going on here <laughs> it's a very early morning it's Hi. a very early morning eh <laughs> tegan good morning to you you're 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 a new you've got a new role 
do I? What's you, that? Your new role's like you're like the Adidas brand ambassador or something. Hey, isn't that cool? That is really cool. Hook us up with no, some that free is shoes. Exactly no. what I said. I just want some free tackies. Yeah, NMDs, fam. <laughs> the latest. So no, can you hook us up with some tackies? Oh, I wish I could. No, I'm just. You I'm are the just, most useless brand ambassador oh, I've ever heard I'm in my life. Brand ambassador just just did a shoot. Oh, today. just the face of it. Okay, cool. But, but by the way, you're doing some interesting things as well. Your CEO just resigned, didn't he? Yeah. Uber, you are the social so media hectic. for Uber. How's yeah, that going? Yeah. So I've been doing. Um, I've been consulting for their social media trying to change it up trying to make it like south african localize it um and yeah it's been really that cool working out for you, eh? <laughs> hey <Can> now <laughs> it's quite it's quite a task it's quite a task all right yes. awesome so we're gonna be speaking to you two about being vegetarian vegan um oh what are you babala you're vegan or I'm vegetarian? vegetarian you're vegetarian you're vegan oh, <laughs> i tried raw vegan for a month Ooh, raw vegan yeah real oh my word that okay. was real, Let's get, was real. We'll, we'll get into all these definitions now we've also got michael glover he's uh he's sitting in cape town at the moment uh michael good morning to you morning how's it how you doing man thank you for joining us you seem to have all the arguments down i've checked on facebook here and uh i must thank the facebook community because uh, they got me to you and and you've definitely given some good thought to to the vegetarian argument let's just go back a little bit and talk to the moment where that aha moment in your life uh, where you went okay I, I I can't I can't do this meat thing. Were, were you always a, a vegetarian or vegan, or was it just a, was there a moment in time where you were like, nah, I've got to stop this stuff? So just shy of ten years ago, I became vegetarian, and I did so because I was considering how I thought about dogs and cats and animals that I was accustomed to being around. And then making the connection between those animals and the animals that we eat and thinking there's not really much meaningful difference between the two. And that got me thinking about, well, perhaps I shouldn't be be eating farmed animals. And so I tried it out and it seemed to work out really well for me. So 10 years ago, you started, did you, you went into vegetarianism first? That's right. And where where are you on the scale now? Are you a vegan? Are you a, uh, as Babalos is a raw vegan? <laughs> like where where do you sit on the scale? So there's different kinds of vegan. There's raw vegan, uh, ethical vegans, health vegans, environmental vegans. I I am vegan for a combination of reasons, but probably the primary reason is for the ethics. So vegan for the animals, okay. and that's my main motivation. Let's bring in both uh, both people in studio here. Uh, ladies, let's talk about your journeys as well. Um, maybe we'll start taking with you. Okay. You, um, you, you, when did you have your moment and what was the moment? Um, okay, so in 2011, I did a yoga teacher training and it was kind of recommended and it's something I wanted to try anyway to like maybe give like those three months to being vegetarian. So I was very happy it was going well. In that time, I'd already made peace. I was like, this is what I want. It just feels good. I want to be vegetarian. And then I kind of watched Earthlings and I was like, oh, oh <laughs> um, kind of don't want to be a part of the animal um, agricultural industry. And I became vegan pretty much immediately after that. And I was vegan up until probably a month ago, completely vegan, um, Recently, that has changed. I think that has a lot to do with 
just me at the moment. I'm just kind of. Oh, we need to explore that. <laughs> me at the moment. <laughs> me at the There's moment. a story there, Babalo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Babalo, yeah. you see a story there. Okay. No, I just, I felt like maybe a lot of my life was, um, quite contained or quite controlled. And I, yeah, that about a little bit of dairy slid in and that's kind of where it's staying. Um, I'm not open to eating meat at all though. I'm not open to fish. I'm not open to anything like that. So I'm still very much, um, strict. I try to be as ethical even with what I'm having. So if I'm having dairy or I don't, I mean, I don't want to be eating eggs in random restaurants. I try like, I still try to, um, be I guess as ethically conscious as conscious as yeah as conscious as possible um that's still my main focus and at home I am pretty much vegan I try order vegan where as like as possible so if there's a little bit of cheese I don't want to eat it all I might have some but it's not like I'm not as kind of um reined in as I was, I guess. Okay, so it's uh, it's interesting because I know that a lot of listeners out there probably listen to this conversation and they're going, oh my God, look at these vegans and vegetarians. <laughs> you know, hippies save the world. They like smoke dope and they, you know, don't, you know, <laughs> cut their hair, you know, for fear of doing things. The, the people in studio, Michael, I can't speak for you, but the people in the studio are pretty funky, radical people. I mean, you guys, you guys don't look like vegans. <laughs> Um, but, cool. but Bala, what's your what's your vibe? Where, where did it start for you? Okay, so um, I'm I, Zul. yes, I'm Zulu. Yeah, yo, 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 yo. yeah, I no, know. So no. when I got home and I told my parents, it was just like oh. the biggest <laughs> there um, is no word in Zulu for vegetarian. There, there isn't, hey? There really isn't. So how are you? And Inyama is such a big part of being Zulu. <laughs> Um, so All right. Crazy. Okay. This but is lucky, interesting. Like, lucky when I started, I wasn't at home. So that's how uh-huh. I was able to like get into the discipline. And basically what happened is that I went to Rhodes. So in my third year, um, when was it? 2012. So in 2012, I did a, a course in, um, um, environmental politics and ethics. Mm-hmm. Um, and our lecturer challenged us. She was like, if you can be vegetarian and I'm an overachiever, she was like, if you can take on this challenge and be vegetarian for, um, the three months of this course, extra credit. I was yeah. like, yes, girl, I'm going to go for it. Let's do this. Um, and so then that's how, that's how it then started. Um, and in the course, we explored, um, the concept of anthropocentrism, right? And Whoa. that's, wow, that was that's a big what, word. what is that? What does oh, that even gosh. mean? That I know it's such yeah, a big word, but it's actually down. a pretty simple concept. And basically what, um, anthropocentric people do is what a, a whole lot of human beings do. Is you live as if the the earth was created to like sustain you, mm. um, and so the way that you eat, the way that you, um, the way that you live your life, and so the way you consume things, the, the things that you buy, you don't care what effect it has on any like any other species, on plants, on animals. Um, you just live to sustain you. Um, and I was really put off by this idea of the fact that you wake up in the morning and you'll have bacon for lunch, mm. you'll have chicken, and um, for dinner you'll have like a steak or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. In those three months, that's when it was started. And it was pretty cool because at Rhodes, we had a menu in the dining hall. So you could choose like a vegetarian. Op- there were three vegetarian options to choose from, which is great. Um, and so that's like how I then got into the discipline of cool. Like I'm actually not going to be eating meat. Mm. Um, and it wasn't that difficult in Grahamstown because it's not like we've got chicken licking for days. Like, <laughs> literally. <laughs> it was either dining hall food or I love or the hot wings are still back. Yeah, the hot wings are still back. Hot, hot wings are like hot, hot wings are my weakness, guys. Like, oh, here we go. That's the one reason that I would go back to meat. Oh. Chicken hot wings. Mike, let's bring you into it. You, you spoke on Facebook about sentiment um, and the fact that animals feel things. 
help me out with that because I think that's that's something that a lot of people don't you know sort of do recognize in, in pets but don't recognize in cows and and sheep and and lambs and and pigs and so on what, what do we, how would you respond to that Sure. So, in terms of sentience, I think that sentience Sorry, is really sentience, the core. Sorry, sentience. That's right. right. Yeah. Apologies, apologies. So, sentience is really the the core concept in in animal ethics and thinking about animals as having ethical value. And what sentience just means, it means that animals have minds. They have minds which intend towards the world. They feel and experience the world. They have subjective states, affective states, and this means that they have emotions. It feels like something to be an animal. And because of that, uh, we think that animals should be should be treated respectfully, should be treated with dignity, and should be able to live their lives as um, as well as they can. What I mean is there a case for saying that animals don't think, feel like humans? That they that they do think and they do feel. One one could argue that we agree on that point, but that they don't think and feel in the same way. What are your thoughts on that? I think that is true. I think that there are differences in how animals think and feel, and mm-hmm. so animals have different uh, different neurological structures and so forth. But I don't think that they think and feel differently to the extent that they should not have moral value or not be treated respectfully. So there are differences, but I don't think that there are morally relevant differences between how humans on the one hand think and other animals think. Babalo, you are nodding like crazy in studio mm. here. You, you agree? I absolutely agree. Um, and that's the reason, that's the main reason why I quit meat is because um, we shouldn't treat animals like they're not beings that are on this earth to exist for a purpose beyond just being food for human beings. Mm. Um, and so like we should treat them well. That's the, also, I don't go to zoos. I don't believe in mm. the idea of the zoo because animals are, they, they're not treated as Beings that deserve to be treated with dignity, yeah. um, because they have. I, I I like to think that like they have feelings. Exactly, um, what's being said is that I they do have feelings. You said you left home when you became a vegetarian. Who fell up? Um, Kesren Margate. Oh, Margate. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so, what are your thoughts and feelings on more subsistence? And and maybe I'll put this out to all three of you. Yeah. More subsistence farming. So, for example, if I'm in rural KwaZulu Natal. Uh, or Limpopo and I've got one sheep or one cow that then I look after really well can go into the fields and rock and roll for as long as it likes and when it's time to to slaughter then we slaughter okay I'll start I'll answer um so my whole thing is I don't believe that we should live in in excess Mm. um and so if you're like if you're doing that for subsistence farming and um for like keeping your family alive mm-hmm. that's okay but the way that we live today is completely in excess mm. um and so like animals are commodities exactly we treat animals like commodities and not like beings and mm. in that case they they become a member of the family mm. um and that's a different story because that's a different life for the animal as well yeah. then i think so for me i actually completely agree with that i think if the world was working in that way where someone had their own cows or sheep whatever yeah. livestock mm-hmm. they wanted if to be honest if you are willing to kill an animal yourself yeah. I, i'm like kudos yeah to kudos you. to you mm. i don't want yeah. to mm. and i realized also through watching earthlings i was like i realized that i could never kill an animal 
And that was so shielded from me, this idea of like yes. this, that it went from like on the grass or wherever, it probably didn't, but on the like grass to a packet. Yeah. Mm. Like it doesn't, no one kind it's of. It's so clean, the process. Yeah, no right? one, you don't see that. no one yeah. tells you, no one shows you. Yeah. You know, like there's a happy cow on the, um, jug of milk, you know, like you think things are great. So of course you wouldn't know. Advertising is amazing. And so that was like a big thing for me is I didn't want to be a part of that whole yeah. kind of monetary industry. Definitely. And then I was like, well, fuck, at the end of the day, I would never want to kill an animal. Like I don't have the balls. So like now I just expect to buy it. And it's the same with fishing. Like I, if you want to well, fish, yeah. I don't have a problem. I, I do have a problem with obviously trawling. trawling but if you like, yeah. if you're going to like catch a fish or whatever, that's cool. I just, I don't want to watch a fish die. So I, I'd feel like I don't want to be a part of it. These people are too good. And <laughs> Michael, have you ever fished or hunted before? I went fishing when I was really young, but I can't say I enjoyed it. It, it felt really strange to put a hook through a fish's mouth, and I felt a bit bad about it afterwards. Hunting, I've never done. There's, there's a, there's, I mean, all of you live in the world of, of, of meat eaters, and I'm sure there, there are a number of things that they say, you know, suddenly, as soon as you say I'm a vegan or yeah. a vegetarian, suddenly they all become dietitians. Oh, yeah. And they tell you a little yep. bit about how you're not getting your protein oh, and what about your B20s and D4s and, you know, X5s and it's whatever. So exciting. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite conversation. But yeah. I'm interested, and, and Michael, maybe we start with you. How do you change the conversation from being quite uh, a defensive aggressive one to actually speaking to people's emotions and and actually convince i mean firstly have any of you convinced a meat eater to become vegetarian no, Should no, I start? No. <laughs> okay, so no one in studio. Mike, have you? Shit, I don't know. Yeah, I, I have been involved in in uh, a number of people's processes towards becoming vegetarian or this vegan. Is, this sounds like a religious yeah, sector. No. Like, it's like there's steps and stages. It's like, Go, Mike. Uh, we're on a journey. We're on a journey. <laughs> Mike, tell us, how did you convince them, or what did you? How do you take them through it? Right. So I think. First of all, the first thing to recognize is that people are, are very different and they think very differently about these things. And so there's, there's a variety of kind of strategies that one can use to get people to think more clearly about animals and about our relationships with them. So for some people, you can draw the connection, say, you can say things like, you, you love and respect your cat or, or other pets and you can show them that there's not that much of a difference between those animals and the, and the animals that we eat. Other people are more convinced by sort of environmental reasons, so the radical reduction of your environmental, environmental impact when you no longer consume animals. Other people like technical arguments, such as the argument from sentience uh, and, and that animals have minds and emotional states and so forth. So there's really a, a variety of, of ways one can do it. And I kind of try and suss the person out and see where their views are and how they think about this thing and then opt for a strategy based on that. Does, it feels a bit evangelistic. I mean, do people criticize you for, for trying to preach the good word? <laughs> yes, yes, they do. They, they, they often make, make jokes that I'm some kind of evangelical or something like that. I, I remain undeterred by those sorts of criticisms and jokes, though, because I think throughout history, the, if you can imagine sort of a circle of justice, it's, it's been expanding throughout history and including more and more and more groups. And I just think that animals are the next group to be included in, as subjects of justice and, and beings that we take seriously and that we have ethical relationships with. 
So uh, I'm going to be critical of of you, Mike, not because of who you are, because I have no idea who you are, but more because of the town that you live in, in Cape Town. Um, There's an argument in South Africa which says that, you know, vegetarianism and veganism is is so low down on the priority list. Like, there are people that live without houses. There are people that live without three meals a day. There are people that live without good education. Surely we should be fixing that. And, of course, the easy answer to that is to say it's not one or the other. But how would you respond to people who, who speak to you on those on those specifics? I think that's a really great question, Andrew. Thanks for asking it. Thanks. So, <laughs> I like asking one good question a show. That's my main thing. I can actually end now. That's great. We're done. Call it a day. No, go for it, please, Mike. So if, if you think about it in terms of there being issues which directly affect animals and issues which directly affect humans, one thing you'll notice is that in terms of the human issues, there's many, many people who are both aware of the issues and who are focusing on the issues and are writing about on the issues and doing activism around the issues and so forth. With animals, the numbers are truly extraordinary. So globally, it's about 50 billion land animals that, that we kill through industrial processes. And if you include fish, it's anywhere from one to two trillion beings that are caught. So the numbers of animals are extraordinarily Sorry, high. Say that again. Is it two trillion animals a year uh, in our lifetime give me a that, so that that's that's fish if you if you include fish that's the best estimates that we have it's between one and two trillion um fish that we kill via these trawling programs and so forth in terms of land animals so pigs sheep, goats cows etc it's according to the Food and Agricultural Organization it's around 50 to 60 billion land animals a year that we kill so the numbers yeah. are very big right and the proportion of people who are talking about the animal issue, it's very small. So that's why I feel justified in, in putting a lot of focus and attention on animals, because the numbers are huge, the issue is not well recognized, and there's very few people working out. With humans, I, I, I totally agree that they've worthwhile pursuits to help people get houses and to live lives worth living and so forth, and to enrich their lives and their freedoms. But there's many people who are working on it. So I feel justified in, in focusing on the animals on those grounds. Mm. It's interesting. Just if you've joined the conversation now, we're speaking, frankly speaking, does uh, not eating meat matter? Um, and hold on, hold on before you, before you turn off the radio right now. Cause I know when, when anyone says, Oh, we're speaking to vegans and vegetarians, like, Oh my God, why are you wasting our time on this, Andrew? Don't you normally speak about race and politics? Yes, we do, but uh, we believe that this might be a worthwhile, a worthwhile cause. Um, and it's, we've got Tegan Berger. She is a, a hardcore yogi. As well as an Adidas, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, brand. But by the way, she can't even get us a damn yes. She can't even get us shoes. Maybe she I won't. don't even understand. We've got Michael Glover. He's uh, Michael, you're in, at UCT, is that correct? That's right. What are yeah. you doing there? I lecture economic history part-time, and I also work as a writing consultant, and I help design online courses. Awesome, wow. awesome. And we've got Babalo Nyembezi. Who is, uh, have I pronounced that correctly? Yep. Okay, perfectly. fantastic. Yeah, and I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> who is the so- uh, social media consultant to Uber? Gosh, your job today is going to be difficult uh, with the CEO literally resigning. Friend. <laughs> Friend. <laughs> But, uh, and so we continue this conversation. Very interesting to hear the thoughts. Um, I just want to give you a bit of a personal experience. So my, one of my good friends, um, has been a vegetarian and a vegan for a little while. And, um, during varsity, he decided to become a vegetarian. And I remember 
challenging him so heavily mm-hmm. and being so defensive oh, yeah. of my meat eating ways. Yes, you people do that. Yeah, thanks. It's it's weird, isn't thanks. it? Take it so personally. Why when do we take it so personally? They are vegetarian. I don't I, know. I think it's like it's our upbringing, and because it, I do think that this whole vegetarianism, this veganism thing, is so new. To not just like the world, but to, especially to South, to South Africa. Africa. Like it is, it's too shiny. Like, I mean, I go to a restaurant and I actually went to a restaurant on Monday night and I was like, cool, got two options. Yep. That's exactly um, I kind of know what I'm going to eat now. Like, I guess that's it. And but that's pizza or pasta. Yeah. Pasta. Um, okay. But it's fine. I mean, it makes my life easier. So I really don't mind, but I think th- things are still so new that you almost challenging someone's upbringing. Yeah. And I think at the base of it, I really do think that we all, the people who are taking it so personally, I, I do think that they, they feel some sort of guilt. We all, I've, I've been there. I was mm. that person also like, oh, how do you live without biltong? I said those things. Bacon. I'm all about that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, was all about, um, But I really think that we take it so personally because we know at the base of it, we're like, oh shit, this, it's kind of shitty what I'm doing. Like I'm eating a dead animal, but don't challenge me. Don't call me out on my shit. Mm. Like I want to keep eating dead meat. Like don't tell me I'm being an asshole. Come on. Join me. Yeah, Have but the thing with. is, for me, like, I always get quite upset when people are super offended by when I say yeah. that I'm vegetarian. It's annoying. Because I'll just be like, oh, no, I can't have that. I'm, I don't eat meat. Yeah. And it's so offensive. And I never understand why. Because I'm not saying you shouldn't eat meat yeah, exactly. as well. I'm just saying, actually, like, that's not for me. I'm yeah. okay without it. And so it never makes any sense to me when people are super offended. And then I have to explain why and defend. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my gosh, why? Because I don't ask people why they eat meat. Exactly. So what I started doing, like, a while ago, is I stopped saying, especially in restaurant situations, I stopped saying I was vegan. I would just say, oh, I'm vegetarian, thanks. Oh, yeah. So I realized that was a big thing. As soon as people hear the word vegetarian, they're like, okay, cool, that's weird, but whatever. As soon as you say vegan, vegan. they are like, oh, my God, are you being serious? <laughs> um, you are the antichrist. <laughs> Stop now. And then as soon as I said vegetarian, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. We can it deal. Was, yeah, we can There's deal. cheese. I mean, like, it's awkward, but whatever. Thanks for that. I'm interested to hear this, 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 um, this societal, um, perceptions. Um, Michael and Babalwa and Tegan, what is your status in terms of marital? Are you single? Are you married? Are you, have you, are you in a partnership? Uh, <laughs> Thanks, what, what do you call it? No, no, no. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you where my question's going. Um, I'm not promoting, uh, this isn't the Jeez, online sorry. radio Tinder. Um, I'm just interested to hear what you guys, just where you are and then follow me on this, on this okay. little course. So just uh, from maybe Michael, where, what, what's your status? I'm single. Okay. You're yes. single. Babala? Um, I, I'm it's not complicated. single. No, it's not, it's not complicated. Uh-oh. I have a boyfriend. Uh-oh. I don't know. Oh, wow. I don't know what to say. I'm not married. But I hope he does not listen to this <laughs> podcast. Okay. Tegan? I am single. You're single. Okay. So, um, there's a statistic in itself. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Vegans are always single. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm totally joking with you guys. I'm just interested. Um, Michael and Tegan Babala will bring you in here in a sec. Um, what, what it's like when you're dating and you are on a first date and, um, you, you sit opposite the person and say you are vegan. What's, what's been your experience of how these people react? Mike, maybe start with you. Sure. So I, I, I try to avoid that situation by giving the person a heads up beforehand. So are you giving a heads up? <laughs> 
actually yeah. give them a heads up. I, what, I, what is this? In, is in your word? Tinder profile, you've got like, by the way, vegan. vegan. So like, is it, really, vegan, is that what you do? All the animals. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it's important to me, and so I. I'm not sure I'd like to sit opposite someone who's eating a kind of a rack of ribs. I think that would just dull my mood and Wow. Time. So you wouldn't date you wouldn't date someone who um who was who is non non vegetarian or non vegan? I think it would be quite difficult because at a sort of fundamental level there would be a difference in principle. Jeez. I mean, this guy takes it seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So there is the pool. That's it's, but it's kind of easier. It makes decision making a little bit easier now for him. What what's your what's your experience being taken when you when you sit across and all these guys trying to impress you and la la la? You know, you're the the, the brand ambassador. You can't even get shoes. Not even shoes. Not even one. Not even one. A single shoe. That. Sorry. So we'll so, take that offline. We'll have um, another conversation about brand ambassadors that can't do anything. All right, but help us out. What, you... So um, I do actually let guys. Well, I don't know. I feel like guys just kind of know that I'm vegetarian. I feel like it's implied with who I am. I don't know, but I do tell people I'm vegetarian. And like when I go, I say vegetarian, and then when I go on dates, it's also easier. And then they kind of. I feel like it's really nice. They choose restaurants specifically. I think that. Oh, that's nice. I feel like I've been going out with some gentlemen recently, and some of them, which I again I find quite impressive, have been ordering vegetarian. Oh, I feel like playing. I love that The lies. The honeymoon lies. No, they. I love that Oh my god. They're not lying. They're just ordering on the first date. They're like, I'm going to be polite. Um, but in all honesty, I don't. I personally feel like I don't want to um, impose my beliefs yeah. and my stuff on another person. I I don't have an issue with it. Uh, I think I think if there was a relationship that were to like evolve, then obviously mm. I'd hope not that they would become vegetarian or anything, but that their their life would be more. Uh, or they, it would involve less meat, basically. <laughs> Babala, you uh, you have got a complicated. Uh, no, it's not complicated. Yeah, I have a boyfriend. I have a, I have a serious boyfriend. It's been two years of him being a serious. Is he a vegetarian? Like, uh, um, so my boyfriend's Zulu. Uh, so so what does that? <laughs> so now we immediately assume. Now we immediately assume. assume that he is absolutely not vegetarian at all. How do you deal with ceremonies where we oh, slot in booze? Sure. Um. So. I haven't been to one of those actually no, my grand's funeral. So last last year my grand passed away and mm. um my like cause meat is a thing in our culture obviously. And the more meat there is, the more prestigious the event is. Oh, wow. And my grand was a matriarch in the community and so animals, not one, animals, oh. many were slaughtered for mm. the occasion. And I mean there's nothing that I can say or do. My parents are very sensitive to the fact that I'm vegetarian, but the rest of the family is just like are we lingyama? That's your problem. Yeah. You know? Like, Sus. actually, when we're dishing up, like, when we're, when you have to take, like, plates of food to people, we don't care that there's beef on it. Like, you have to do what everybody else would do. And like, I if you choose not to eat it. I think that there's a problem okay. with that. I respect that. Michael, how do you feel about that? If, if you, if, if, uh, if uh, Babala was to take you to a, a, a deep Zulu, um, cultural ceremony, and they found it very offensive that you didn't eat meat. How would you deal with that? I think it's a very tricky situation. So cows, for example, cattle, for example, are so bound up with uh, the lives of, of so many Southern Africans and have been for at least the last 500 years. Yeah. It's really tricky. 
I I think that I, look, I, it's, it wouldn't make me change my views. I would hope to engage people who are interested in my views or be interested in a discussion and have a respectful dialogue with them about why I think that. And I hope that one day uh, some type of other, uh, there can be some sort of replacement instead of uh, slaughtering animals. I, I would hope that that could one day, one day be the case. So, um, oh, gosh. So what Say happened, what you think. It's yeah. frankly speaking. So what's know, happened with my family is that um, it's. I don't think it's a matter of being sensitive. It's just a matter of, oh, my gosh, it's so much admin having to slaughter a cow and, like, deal with all of that. So what, what now happens is, and I think this happens in a lot of townships, not, not rural communities, but a lot of townships as well, is that when there's a ceremony um, and animals need to be slaughtered, it'll be like you'll buy it and it will be slaughtered at the butchery. So there are butchers that exist in the townships that will do all of that for you so then you don't have to see um what the animal goes through you don't have to deal with like cleaning um the intestines whatever like it just arrives in packages mm. and it's like already <clears> been <throat> done and so that's what happened then last year and so i haven't seen an animal being slaughtered since i was about eight mm. when they shot a cow Sure. This so, is a very interesting yeah. conversation because it, it, it is leading to a number of questions and uh, difficulties, I think, in, in a lot of people's lives. If you listen to this, it's, uh, we're talking about being vegan and being vegetarian as being vegetarian. I can't say the word vegetarianism. <laughs> <laughs> being vegetarian. Um, simple facts about what it does to the earth and, and how one can better themselves. It's a lot of, uh, the feeling that I'm getting from all of you is that a lot of people that are eating meat are simply eating meat because of the taste. Yes. So now if you think of someone like... Um, I actually disagree with that. You disagree? Yeah. Help I me? I don't think that people are eating meat because of the taste. I think if we eat... Well, as a, especially South Africans, we're eating meat because it's part of our culture. Also. Across the culture. Because we never imagined another way of living. That's and, very unless true. Unless it's the type of house you brought up in. Yeah. Like, I feel like my trans, transition, so to speak, was so easy because my parents, we hardly had red, red meat in the house yeah so honestly unless even when we bride i like i ate chicken that was just my preference of course i liked borovos and then biltong that's about as much red meat as i ate mm. the rest of the time was chicken and fish and then yeah. you kind of like on an environmental level i was like oh don't want to be a part of the fish vibes not gonna like that miss nothing Pied. about that mm. um chicken yeah it was yeah that's maybe the taste honestly that was about it but i think it's just our upbringing the type of house you come from yeah that's what makes it hard. I mean, like if you come come from a house where you have bacon and eggs every Sunday or whatever, of course, like it's part of it's special to you. It's like a family, whatever. Mm. There's a story there, and then I don't think, I, yeah, I'm sure bacon tastes nice, but I, I'm like, oh, cool, You're cows okay are. I mean, it. pigs are really clever. Like it's awkward now. I don't want to eat a clever animal. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> it's it's interesting you guys are speaking. Like I'm I'm wondering if people out there listening to this are going, oh, you guys are out to lunch. It's ridiculous. You I know, think like, they think that. Yeah. Yeah. Like bacon is delicious. Burrowos. Um, That's exactly what people always say. They'll be like, on. Oh my gosh, how do you live without bacon? And you're just like, but I do though. Like, but I I'm do. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm all good. I'm all right. Like, like I'm, I'm fine. Happy. How's your cholesterol? How's that heart disease going? Okay. But you see this. <laughs> 
being, you're being aggressive, and I think that oh, those people, those people are, are gonna are gonna shut you down because they need to then get defensive as well. No, this is no. So I only ever say that if they're like, "Oh, how's that bacon?" I'm like, "I'm fine," and then they keep prodding they, when they get aggressive. Yeah, like it's annoying, and, and I'm like, "Oh, well, cool." Like, yeah. I I didn't bring it up. You asked me. Yeah, I just answered, and then I'm gonna be like. Cool, just live with yourself. Let's let's watch some videos. Hang on. <laughs> let's watch pigs die. Okay, let's let's talk about this. Michael, you 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 you're well versed in the subject. I think you're the oldest uh, non meeting <laughs> non eating meat person here. Give me some 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 videos that that uh, or films that really brought home the message for you that you potentially pass on to to meat eaters to say, hey, if you're interested in this stuff, watch this. Look, there's so many. I think uh, Mel- Melanie Joy's video on carnism, her TED talk on carnism is very good. I think in terms of getting a, a vivid graphic sense of what is happening to animals across various industries, earthlings, as was mentioned earlier, is very good. Very difficult to watch, yeah. but I think that yeah. people should expose themselves even even cursorily yeah. to this yeah. kind of footage just so they can have a sense of what this discussion is really about and what is really happening to animals. So there's there's a whole variety. I would say Melanie Joy on on carnism is good. Gary Francioni on uh, veganism is is really good. Uh, I mean, you can really just search factory farms, veganism, vegan videos, and so much stuff will come up. There's really been a proliferation of of material in the last decade or so. Mm-hmm. Guys uh, in studio. I think another great film, which I really think is light but very effective, and not graphic, let's say. Like Earthlings. Like Earthlings <laughs> is Cowspiracy. I feel like that from an environmental point, it's kind of, it's, it's not dark. You know, there's, it's, you can watch it and not like feel shitty about yourself. Yeah. You can just be like, okay, cool. That was informative. Yeah. I don't want to kill myself. Like after I watched <laughs> Earthlings. No, I'm better informed. Yeah, yeah, I'm better informed. But after Earthlings, I was like, I, I honestly, after Earthlings, I w- could not stop crying and, I think the good thing about Earthlings, though, is it's not just food that they show you. They show you animals, all animals, as um, yeah. commodities. And that goes to circuses and zoos exactly. and things like that. And also just leather. And it kind of gives you a better understanding of of how um, naive we are. I felt mm. so naive. And also I felt the, so I light. also the impact that uh, the way that we live has on animals and like things outside of us. Mm. And that's very important. I mean, like buying shoes and things like that. It's something we just like, especially as women, we're like, Ooh, nice shoes. Going to buy them quick. And then you're like, Oh, leather. And then like, I mean, now I freak out about the idea of shoes being made in China that say leather because the chances of dog leather are so high. Oh my gosh. Yep. That's a real thing. That is crazy. I mean, that is real. If shoes come from China, I'm pretty sure they're leather. I saw a new thing recently. I'm trying to think. But was laughing because she's like, your Adidas shoes are definitely from China. No, yeah, but there's no leather. Yeah, but no there's leather. no leather. No leather. Oh, no leather. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> the game is strong. Yes, girl. <laughs> we want as well, though. <laughs> I feel like this has turned from a vegetarian discussion to to how can we get brand ambassadors to give us free shit. Okay, but wait, um, no, the one thing that's interesting. Okay, I saw recently, and it's a South African brand. I can't. I'm trying to think of the brand's name, but with these Parker jackets with the furry um, yes. kind of hood. Yeah. So it'll say faux fur, but then when they test it, they generally find a lot of like dog and raccoon hair. That is so interesting. interesting. And it's generally all made in China. So it just 
things like that. Like we're so detached from what we're buying, what we're eating. And I just think that's the better message, regardless of what you want to eat. If you want to eat meat, but be a conscious meat eater. Cool. Like that's, I'm glad you're conscious, but I think in general, we are just so unconscious of how we're living, how we're eating, how we're shopping, whether that's food or clothes. I mean, or where we're going, where we're taking our kids. We're taking our kids to zoos. These animals stuck mm. in like these terrible like environments. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the like our Joburg Zoo is pretty shitty. I don't know if you've been recently, but it's not a vibe. It's it's gross. It's not a vibe, it's Michael. Not a vibe. <laughs> Michael, um, your thoughts on this consciousness and living consciously? How difficult is that for you, given that South African retailers aren't the best known for putting out all the 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 like I suppose ingredients, all the the thoughts and facts about where things come from. So, in terms of food, I mean, I mean, I read the ingredients lists, mm. and often you just you shoot straight to the allergy section, and that will tell you whether there is dairy or something like that. In terms of clothing and so forth, I do avoid wearing wool and leather and and other animal derived materials and products. And most of the time, I find that I, I can gather from the from the labeling uh, what more or less is in there. Look, there are some instances where there's, I think it was mentioned earlier, things like faux leather uh, might in fact have have leather in them if it's less than six percent and things like that. So I think it is really really challenging when there isn't just simply isn't sufficient information. But I guess given the constraints, one does as best one can and just avoids avoids animal products in my case entirely. I like the idea of, of speaking, you know, not just about um, the food but also about the environment. Let's just talk about that very quickly. Um, the, the environment, I think, specifically in Cape Town with all these water issues, big, big issue there is, is around meat um, and how much – how much water it takes to put a cow into mm. a space where it can actually be slaughtered mm. um, and, and chicken specifically as well. Mm. Give us some, some sense. Uh, I mean, maybe we start with you, Michael, out there in, in Cape Town and we'll bring it back into the studio here. Give us a sense of how bad it is on the environment, um, how bad this kind of factory farming is on the environment in terms of water, in terms of deforestation, in terms of all those kind of things. So I think if, if you just think conceptually about, on the one hand, eating protein and nutrients from plants, so the plants grow in the ground and you eat the plants. On the other hand, you grow the plants, you feed them to animals over a number of years, they eat, 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 and then you eat protein from their bodies in the form of flesh. So for cattle, for example, it's a... it's a reduction from it's it's 10 to 1 so 10 units of protein in the form of plants go into the cow and one unit of protein comes out so there's a massive um, waste of, of protein and inefficiency in that sense in terms of water these animals are large animals they need to constantly drink water so on a vegan diet you will save anywhere from you will be using anywhere from 10 to 50 percent of the water that an animal eater will be using so you can radically reduce your water consumption um, your land usage, the amount of CO2 and methane that you emit, especially in relation to cows, by by being vegan. So across a number of different a number of different domains, one radically reduces one's environmental impact by not eating animals. 
I'm interested to hear from, from Tegan and, and Michael. There's a big debate at the moment about vegetarians and vegans. And vegans going, oh, but if vegetarians, you, you're still yeah. part of the problem, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. What are your thoughts on that, Mike? So I think that if, if you start with the premise that you, you feel somehow uncomfortable or feel that it's somehow wrong to kill and, and hurt animals, and then, and then you, so in recognition of this, you become vegetarian. If you look at the dairy industry and you look at the egg industry, for example, male chicks in the egg industry are, are killed because they, they won't be, they won't lay eggs. And in the dairy industry, when you drink milk, you have to recognize that that is because a calf is not drinking milk. So there's two things that happen when a calf is born. Um, in, in, in dairy production, it either go, becomes veal or it will be um, slaughtered very soon after. So this involves tremendous trauma, both for the calf and for the cow, who, because cows form very strong relationships with their calves. So the only way that you can actually get milk is if a calf is not drinking milk. And then at the end of a, of a cow's, uh, cow's life, so cows typically live to about, can live to up to 25 years, and in dairy industries, they will typically live to about four years. That's about 25% of their life uh, that, they, that they are able to live. And then they are slaughtered after that and become cheap beef anyway. So if you're against animal, animal killing and hurting animals, I think that if you look at the, the facts and you look at the situation you will you will see that that killing is still involved in in uh, dairy production, egg production, and so forth. Tegan, yeah. you've recently moved yeah. back backwards. <laughs> yeah. How does that feel for you? Um, What's the? Yeah. No. Look, I 100% agree. I do think that um, I do think the dairy oh. industry is almost crueler, so to speak, than yeah. than just killing an animal because this you are you. You're keeping an animal alive and pregnant constantly for dairy. And so it is, it's like four, I thought it was four to seven years, but yeah, so it's the same thing. Um, I haven't been eating eggs a lot recently, but if I ever buy, I try buy from like a local farm sort of thing. So it's, my main issue is always, um, large production. Yeah. So that's generally my, my main issue. Um, yeah, it's, I'm not gonna like try sugarcoat it. It's the dairy industry is probably way crueler. And I, that's why I do try keep my dairy down as little as possible, mm. but it is something that I've kind of become a little bit lax to. Um, but yeah, it's, it's dark. I think the dairy industry is way, way worse. Okay. But also there's a way to be vegetarian and not eat dairy. Yeah. Um, like you can get almond milk, you can get soy milk. So there's ways of, but, then, yeah, but some mean, people could say yeah. that that's being, expensive, right? Like, but that, what is you it? You can just be vegan then. Almond milk is like 40 rand at no, but soy milk's pay. Child. Soy, soy is quite affordable. Soy milk's quite affordable. And it's disgusting. No. <laughs> I really don't think so. <laughs> I, like, I have to have soy because I'm lactose. So, like, so I'm vegetarian and lactose. So there's ways of going around the dairy. So do you, so you only not, have eggs or what do you, because if you're not having dairy, then what are you having? I eat, yeah, I eat eggs. So that's about it. And yeah. Milk, not dairy milk, but like almond milk, soy milk. But that, yeah. So you, you just, so basically, you are vegan. You just have some eggs. 
I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. So Look I at mean, you realizing things about yourself. <laughs> on yeah. The show. I mean, but like, I'm no. not like, yeah, I'm, I, I think the difference with me, cause I always think ve- vegans are super, super hectic and that's why they like look down on us vegetarians so much is cause I Michael don't. Michael is looking down. He at really you. is. <laughs> I could feel <laughs> the judgment no, in his voice. Like, I don't read the ingredients. Exactly. He's so judgmental. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, when I'm buying something, read like, Every single thing that's in it. I'm just like, okay, cool. There's no meat. Cool. Let's go. Do you know what I mean? There's no, no need meat. There's no, like, there's no dairy. Cool. Mm-hmm. I can eat this. Let's go. No, I'm, I'm all about reading. You're the, pedantic. Yeah. I'm, but you have to be because you go, Oh, let me have some of this. Oh, let me have these like potato chips. Why does it have milk on them? Like, that's weird. Why do oh, potato marshmallows ch- have gelatine? Gelatine. Yeah. yeah. And then like, I mean, any, almost all chewy sweets have gelatine in and it's just, it's gross. Like, I don't want to have that. Mm. And then certain milk Milks are made with like. Um, I really like sweets. Renan. Renan, yeah, Renan's in parmesan as well. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's like the the lining of like calf stomach or something like that. Mm. So that sounds like fun. All right, let's let, let's wrap this up because <laughs> I'll tell you the feeling that I'm getting from this conversation. And please take this with no disrespect. Is that we are sitting in a classroom and we've got the the vegans up front. They're yeah. like the goody goodies, yes, you know, like right next to the teacher. <laughs> then we've got the vegetarians who are just slightly behind them, you know, still interested in classwork but also want to be seen as a bit of the cool wanna kids, live you in know. <laughs> And then you've got the guys at the back who just don't give a toss about what geography is and uh, biology and the rest. And they're sitting at the back. How do you bring the guys at the back to the front or how do you just make the back guys realize it? Like, what's a guide to someone listening to the show who does eat meat, who might be conscious, who's thought about it? What's a guide? What's a first step? Uh, and I'd like all of you to answer, please, just from personal perspectives. What's a first step to, to going vegetarian potentially? I th- just as a from my point of view I think what we as vegetarians or vegans can do is just instead of like pushing so to speak our beliefs or ideas on yeah. other people I think mm. what's more important is just just live your own life yeah, and I let agree. that be exactly if that if that, let attacks, that be the testimony yeah, Since like speaking about evangelical exactly, things that's exactly true. like if that like inspires you and if yeah. that kind of looks cool for you and you might be want to try it out and talk about it then yeah. cool then let's chat and i think that's way more important um but the first step i think is like try things like occasionally like try order like a vegetarian meal at a restaurant yeah. see what it's like see if you actually like maybe it's your vibe or try the meat free monday try honestly i think like notice or even just acknowledge how much meat you do eat mm. like do i have Be meat three times of, yeah. a day that's weird i didn't know that like yeah. i didn't even pick that one up mm. like even just when you're buying food like what type of meat am i buying and thinking about just even thinking i feel like that's a big thing it's like okay, I, yeah. I felt like i didn't First even step. think it sounds thinking, crazy because hey? all you meat eaters don't <laughs> think hey? no, i felt i've no i felt like i didn't think i'm not saying meat eaters don't I'm yeah but there's I a lot like, like you're right there's a lot of not being conscious there's a lot of not thinking about your the impact of your actions every day and so that's that's the first step is being aware and i found that like with my circle with my close circle of friends they're more aware now of how much meat they're eating um, and what they're putting into their bodies because 
I am so like pedantic yeah. about, okay, cool, we can't go here because of this and that. We can't do this because I don't. And so like one of my best friends, actually, she's not vegetarian, but like she will happily order vegetarian over like a meaty meal any day. Yeah. Um, and she does have no meat days, days when she just doesn't eat meat because now she's more conscious of that. And so like exactly what you're saying, Tegan, is just think about it. Be, be conscious of the impact of your, of your actions every day. And it starts with the no meat Mondays. Um, the testing out maybe like cutting dairy out of your uh, out of your diet um and like trying to do like the little things yeah. um because what i found as well is that meat makes you very heavy so as soon as I stopped eating meat, um, I was much lighter. Um, like my vibes that were going mm-hmm. out into the world were so much better because I wasn't like <laughs> eating the cruelty. Now, now we got the, the now, hipster stalking here. Now we're in here. No, but like honestly, so it's, it's all of those little things. So try like a week of not eating meat and see how you feel. And okay. that's, that, that's what I'd say. That's what I'd suggest. Michael, uh, can I jump in? Yeah, go for it. So I, I would suggest something slightly different. I would I would say start with with one meal a day, so either lunch or breakfast or dinner, and say I'm going to make that meal exclusively plant plant based. I'm going to I'm going to have have a vegan meal. And when you do that, when you move away from a, a kind of a meat centric or a dairy centric way of eating, really what you recognize is that there are is a huge variety of food that one that one can have. There's delicious flavors. It, it feels great to eat it. It's very healthy. And when you recognize that you're not going to die if you eat a, a vegan meal a day, then I think that kind of opens one's eyes and then you can, you can move towards just opting out of meat and animal products entirely. Yeah. I would just very, finally, just in terms of the environmental thing, I would recommend a documentary called Cowspiracy to give some real insight into the effects that animal agriculture has on the environment. I think that's an important point to mention. All right, guys, uh, we're coming to the end here. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I, I, I indulged a little bit because normally Rory and I have to give where, where we sit in this conversation. What's our position? And I didn't do it in this conversation specifically because we're speaking to the, the converted here. I'm actually also a vegetarian, been so for a year and started with just doing it for a month and trying it out and realized that actually I lost three and a half kilograms, which was fantastic. Fantastic. Felt great. People saying I look like Brad Pitt all over again. It was amazing. That's probably because I'm white. Uh, just, uh, but, um, and we all look the same. Exactly. Right? We all look the same. But, um, which is great for me. It's a I'll take it. I'll, I'll take, take it. it. I'll take anything. Um, but I think more importantly, you know, there are, there are real uh, consequences for being, um, yeah. vegetarian and vegan. And I think you just need to monitor those. So, for example, I'm anemic and one of the big things is protein, obviously. So all you need to do is find, um, ways in which to get irons um, and there's tons of things out there Um, so I think to your point Tegan it's quite interesting I think thinking is probably not the right word but just investigating being curious Mm, about it and saying hey can we do better Um, one of the reasons I became vegetarian was I went to the Philippines on a holiday we went to this really beautiful island amazing like majestic and um was sitting in the middle of this island looking forward to a fish meal and they said just to let you know there are no fish on this island and the reason why was because of trawling and because the fishermen had used dynamite to bomb the coral reef so there was no fish Um, and that really gave me this moment to think wow something is wrong something is truly wrong in this world and it took me two years after that moment to actually become vegetarian so it is a process as you said Michael it is a journey Um, but hopefully if you are listening to the show um, it might be a starting thought process for you if you are a meat eater. God, bacon is delicious. Wow. And chicken wings. Wow. Chicken, chicken wings. They do something there. But, um, 
guys, very quickly, just as we end, where can people follow you and uh, potentially follow a good resource that you've enjoyed uh, around vegetarianism and veganism? Tegan, let's start with you and then we'll go through to Babalwa and then uh, Micah in Cape Town. Um, so I think a really good resource, because I think it's also very simple and healthy, is um, a lady called Deliciously Ella. Mm. You can find her on Instagram. You can go to her website. She's got um, great recipes and honestly, like super simple. Like she does a lot of like one pot deliciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, my Instagram is Tegan B Yoga. I don't post that much about food, but I do occasionally if I've cooked something, I'll like Insta story it and share it. Um, well, maybe there's a there's a new thing there for you. Maybe there yeah. is because she's not giving any shoes away. So <laughs> no, don't slide <laughs> into do. <laughs> don't slide into a DM and ask her for shoes. She's not going to give them to you. Bye bye. Really not. Um, so I follow this vegan lady on Instagram and I love the stuff that she does. I even ended up buying a NutriBullet because like she NutriBullets all her food. I can't remember her name for oh, the life shit. of me. Oh my um, word. We'll get like, it onto. We'll get her it onto photos the are super cute. I'll tweet it. I'll, okay. I'll tweet it out just now. Um, and so you can follow me at Babs underscore Yim busy on twitter awesome instagram as well michael where you at i'm at michael glover on facebook uh i'm wearing dark shade dark badass shades in the in the profile pic and i'm happy for people to dm me and i'm I'm really happy to send uh people links and resources and suggestions to follow i don't want to give one person to follow because there are so many different people and so many different uh, ways of looking at it and things that people might be interested in. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for joining the conversation. Uh, I think a good documentary was Cowspiracy, so check that out. And uh, also also Melanie Joy, uh, follow, check out her TED Talk. Um, And just start small, man. Don't think of the world as having to change immediately. Maybe just do meat-free Mondays or start for a month and then take it from there. It's been a fascinating conversation about what the positives and negatives of vegetarianism and vegan are. I look forward to the debate and fight between <laughs> vegans and vegetarians. But for the moment, thank you so much. And if you missed any of the conversation, check it out. Cliffcentral.com forward slash frankly speaking. Rory is back next week, which means we'll probably be talking Gupta's politics, black and white, white and black, male and female. It's on, ladies and gentlemen. Have yourself a lack of day. Ciao, ciao. Be well. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Central.com